gentlemen, welcome to Bruins Take, a new show here at the Cherry Creek Sports Network. I am your host, Bedrick Paris, and I am joined by Libby Schweitzer and Chad Salzman, our wonderful crew here today. Libby, of course, plays volleyball here at Cherry Creek, and Chad's Hausman, basketball and lacrosse. Chance is a state champion, something that Libby does not have on her resume. Unfortunately not. So Bruins Take is a new show here at CCSN that features Cherry Creek sports news and culture, and you get the opportunity here from students, players, coaches, and all members of the Cherry Creek athletic community so that you can get an inside look of all things Cherry Creek athletics. We're going to kick it right off with Cherry Creek football. Uh, they're undefeated this season so far. They're f they beat Chaparral 49-7 to last week, and they have Overland, of course, Friday this week. It was 49-0 to at half, and really just blowout from start to finish. Chance, your opinions on the game? Um, honestly, I remember looking at it. I didn't personally go to the game, but I remember looking at my phone thinking that, oh, it was 49-0 and the game was over. But then I realized on Max Preps that it said it was only the first half. And that's honestly insane to put up that many points. What, that's almost like that's a little over 24 points a quarter, which is absolutely absurd. So for a high school football team to putting up to be putting up such high numbers is really impressive. So some stats on the game. Creek had more touchdowns than Chaparral had first downs, and they scored on 45% of their first half plays. Just talk about the efficiency, Libby. I mean, it's pretty crazy how well they were able to get touchdowns and connect with each other on that in that game. I wasn't there either, but it's pretty crazy. As Chance said, they over 24 points in one quarter. That's a lot, and that's really good for the football team. So, Libby, you were not at that football game because you had a game of your own. The volleyball team played against Smoky Hill in a 3 to nothing win. Talk about we the did. domination in that one. You know, Smoky Hill has never been the most competitive team for volleyball, but I think... We came off of two losses, uh, Grandview and Eagle Crest, which are both very strong teams. So I think having the win against Smoky Hill, no matter just like just because that they weren't competitive doesn't mean like the win doesn't count. And I think having the win under us now will give us momentum. And we have a big game against um, CT tomorrow night. So I think having a win under us will give us momentum to go in and play CT and perform well. So earlier in the week after your loss to Eagle Crest, a game where you won the first set, and then lost the next three. It was your fourth loss of the year. Uh, how do you think that the volleyball team can really move from being a good team to really being a great team and contender when the state tournament comes around? I think with each loss, we learn how to improve ourselves and how to work better together on the court. And I think that the loss versus Eagle Crest taught us a lot about how we can better ourselves. And I think with the knowledge we get from losses, that will help us carry on and be a better team in the future. So Chance, how do you think that a team like that of course, you experienced this a lot in uh, basketball last year, of course, in lacrosse, um, especially like in those games like Arapahoe, where how do you, as an athlete on these teams, overcome this adversity before the playoffs and just not let it affect you so you can make deep runs in the postseason? Um, I think it starts with the team and with practice. Um, like with lacrosse, our first two weeks before our state championship game, we really, we really put it into overdrive and really went hard every single practice, and that just kind of boosted our confidence. Like as we said, after a couple losses right before the state tournament, that really helped us like to propel as a, like not only as a team but like as people and like trusting each other, and that helped us really make our run through the playoffs. So we're gonna go back to football. I'll just touch on it. Cherry Creek's point differential this year has been well over a hundred points, outscoring their opponents. Uh, do you think that another blowout win this week against Overland might just make the Bruins just a little bit too confident? Do you think that's possible? 
You know, maybe, yeah, actually, maybe a little bit too confident because, I mean, they haven't played any of the teams like, you know, I mean, they haven't played Valor yet, which is normally their biggest opponent. And once they get to that point, then it's obviously going to be a lot harder game. As we've seen, they've been blowing out every single team that they've played. So, I mean, which is also bad for them in the, like, in the stance that they haven't seen, like, that much competition. They haven't so they had haven't a challenge been, yet, yeah. so they haven't been challenging themselves. They're kind of just playing down to their – I mean, I wouldn't say playing down because they're blowing out the teams, but they're not playing to, like, their full potential because they haven't played a team that can obviously compete with them. So, yeah, what do you think you're saying to, you know, other some of those other better teams? When, in most of your games, you know, a lot of your JV players and backups are getting a lot of time, but often your starters aren't even playing full games. You know, I mean, that's good. I mean, that's good, obviously, for the future of the program, getting the younger kids or the JV players, like, reps in the varsity, like, lineups. But, I mean, the varsity players obviously have to get back into their groove and get back into the swing of things and kick it back in overdrive for when they get to the state playoffs and when they really have to turn it on and make that push for the state championship. Anything to add? I think Chance covered it. I think he did a good job. So that confidence that they have, that they carry into each of these games, what do you think might happen if in that Doherty game, when they're, excuse me, put up P- Pomona, when Pomona scores on their first possession after a Creek 3 and out, they're down 7-0 to zero in the first quarter. It's the first time that they've been down all season. If that, you know, gets more severe and it even comes to a first loss, uh, how do you think that will affect this team? You know, this team's honestly, they've got great chemistry. As you know, you can kind of see throughout the season because they're all really, you know, they work together and they all really enjoy each other's like, like not only like company, but they enjoy, you know, they enjoy playing with each other, which is like a great thing to see as a team. And they, they're really just, I mean, they're working together and they're fighting through like deficits. So I believe like when they receive, if they receive that first loss, I think they'll be able to overcome it and just push to like the next game and just keep flowing throughout the season. So we're going to whip around to some other fall sports. We're going to start with field hockey. Chance, I know that you had a field hockey game when they played Kent Denver, which is usually one of Creek's biggest biggest rivals in field hockey. What did you see out of that team in that game? You know, I saw one goal, and that was by the Bruins. And um, after that, it was a lot of back and forth. But, I mean, you could call it. You could call it a good game, I guess. But um, I mean, the Bruins came out triumphant. But I mean, they still have a lot. They still have a long way to go um, in the season. They have to gain a little bit more chemistry in order to really push, make a strong push into the playoffs. And um, I think they just need to see more leadership through the team captains because they have a young team this year. Lost a lot of players last year, so I mean, they just really need to come together as one and you know, push into the playoffs. Boys, soccer is going to be next. They're top ten team in the state. Uh, they've won some good, really good games. They've lost some games where it seems like that they should have come out on top. Um, you know, last week they got into double overtime in the game, ended a tie, which you absolutely hate to see. But when you get into those deep games, you're playing these long games, and then you just end it in a tie. What, what do you think the mentality is? I think it's got to be frustrating to end in a tie after working so hard. Like, I feel like every sport should have a winner. A game should have a winner and a loser. And I think a tie is just disappointing for both teams. I mean, obviously, a tie, I guess, is better than a loss. But I think it's so frustrating and disappointing for the team that should have won, I guess. Sounds good. I mean, that's probably what I've said. And right, yeah, there's really just two ways. You either, you know, think and get lost in, you know, all the opportunities that you could add to win or you just – take it as a positive that you didn't lose yeah and you just move on to the next one yeah uh boys tennis has been dominant all year they won the centennial league earlier on this week they'll host senior night this week um but really just another dominant they'll be hosting regionals here next week don't they play tonight i did yeah their senior nights tonight yeah 
boys golf qualified for state as a team. Three of those players for boys golf were freshmen, so really bright future for the boys golf program. And uh, You're a golfer, right, Ben? That's right. I do play JV golf here under Coach Mark Goldsberry. Um, and then the softball team, um, a team that always seems to – they got off to a pretty good start in a tournament play – but then they kind of just get lost. It's hard to ground out, ground out, grind out those games in a long season like that. Yeah. And so that's that's our rundown on the fall sports. Um, but really, yeah, all this is gonna come down to is a uh, another Friday night. So Cherry Creek has Overland this week. They will play, of course, at Stutler Bowl because both those teams have the same home home stadium. Cherry Creek actually the away team. So. Both the student sections should come out in uh, large support of their teams. How do you think that will affect that? Stutler Bowl, both sides are going to be very, very full this week. I think I think it's going to be funny because all the Cherry Creek kids. That I think it's going to be so weird. And it's going to be like half and half. It's an away game, but it's at our home field. So it's weird. We have to go to the away side, the visitor side. I feel like a lot of kids are not going to know that and end up on the Overland side. I don't know, though. I don't know how we're going to fit. It's kind of weird. Too, if we have a good showing, like the last couple of games. Yeah. I don't see us fitting into the visitors. Yeah, definitely not. So that will do it. That game will be live here on the Cherry Creek Sports Network on Friday night. So for the first episode of Bruins Take for Benjamin Paris, I'm... Uh, oh, <laughs> for Libby Sleitzer and Chance House, and I am Benjamin Paris. Thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next time. <laughs> 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 It was Libby. <laughs> that was great.